If you're going to roll the dice, bet on women. Turns out women are better gamblers, better doctors, and generally smarter than men. The proof today from a new study that finds for the first time women are scoring on average five points higher on IQ tests than men. One theory, the demands of juggling a family and work actually sharpen the brain, making women smarter. Are women better leaders than men? Well, new research shows that on average, women score higher in leadership qualities in the workplace than men do. You're doing a fantastic job leading this show, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. Um, one of the things that we see is there are equal numbers of men and women in middle management, but men are more likely to be promoted on potential, and women are more likely to be promoted on performance. So they already have to work a little harder and be a little better and have it show in the results in order to get into these positions. Women are the toughest species, really? I think, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I grew up in a house full of women, and women are oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong-ass people. Yes. So there we go. Case closed. The studies show it, the professionals have reported it, and the jury's out. Women are better than men. They are smarter, better business leaders, and they're tougher than men, too. So we can all go home now. However, there's just one little thing that's on my mind. If someone claims they built a house, then I'm going to see if they actually built that house. If I don't see that house standing tall when I come to take a look at it, then I'm going to know that there's something up. So if women are better at all these things that men are traditionally known for, then why do men still dominate these specific fields? Why are all the world record lifts held by men? Why do men hold 90% of the patents for new inventions? For that matter, why is it exceedingly difficult for most people to name a famous female inventor? And if women are really better business leaders, then why is there a law in California that requires businesses to make half of their board members female? If women are better at business, then why do they need the government to crack the whip? And on that subject of good leadership and why women have a hard time being taken seriously in the office, do you remember this video? There I was thinking it was just me that had a problem, but it turns out it's the air conditioning that's sexist. I know. Um, so many women in our office have the exact same problem. You know, we just sit there absolutely freezing at our desks trying to type. Um, you can probably tell I've got a cold right now, which I blame all on the AC. No, I, I, I know I experience the same because what I've often found is you go in on a really hot summer's day, you're wearing summer clothes, you go into an office and it's absolutely freezing. Uh, I think even for some men it must be too cold. I don't understand why air conditioning is often so cold. So what you have to do is then take a jumper in with you and put that jumper on in order to be able to function. Gosh, my life is like so hard that I have to take like 10 seconds to put a sweater on before I walk into my office. Allow me to give you some perspective on this. This past summer, 2019, I was passing through Arizona to do some sightseeing with my family. As we got to the campground, we saw some houses in development right before nightfall. Earlier that day, it was 110 degrees Fahrenheit, and on these houses, we could see that the builders had prepped them for roofing, and they were going to roof those houses all day in over 100 degree weather. Yet a writer from the Telegraph finds it too difficult to put on a jumper when she enters her nice, air-conditioned office building. And you want to say that these women are tougher and empowered. You want to know what makes a good leader? Well then, the key to good leadership and the key to getting people to like you in a leadership position is to focus on major issues instead of nitpicking at every little thing. The AC being 2 degrees too cold is not a major issue. 
Focusing on stuff like that just wastes tons of time, and doing that will have you fixing a bunch of small issues that aren't going to lead to any substantial gain. It will have you so focused on that 10 seconds it takes you to put on a sweater that you won't notice bigger issues that are costing your company money or causing employees to not work as effectively. Outside of childbirth, this is why you don't see a ton of successful female leaders, because women complain and nitpick far more than men. Just look at the laundry list that women write up when they describe what a dateable man is like. They list so many things that no man could ever be a perfect match. People, male or female, do not like complainers. Complainers waste time, distracting from the goal, and are a detriment to the group. But that's not going to put any halt in their game, because it seems like the mainstream media will stop at nothing to make it seem like women have the upper hand and are tougher and better than men in every single way. Let's watch a video called, Research Shows Men Aren't Necessarily Stronger Than Women. Sexes and on some fronts, guys, you're losing. It's the age-old question, who's stronger, a man or a woman? In today's HealthCast, Local 10 Medical Specialist Dr. Ari Sofer looks at how girls may actually have one up on guys in a big way. Both are in great shape, but in the end, they both agree. They've been brought up to believe men are the stronger sex. That's because men are stronger than women. That's like saying they've been brought up to believe that the sky is blue. I mean, look at your example here. She's only lifting the 45-pound bar, and he's lifting the bar with two weights that are either 10 pounds or 25 pounds. At the very least, he is lifting 45% more than her, and at most, he is lifting more than twice what she is. How far are you guys going to stretch this? Guys may have it on the outside, but landmark research is showing that on the inside, women have got men beat badly. There's a difference in the underlying structure of virtually every organ. Take hearts, for example. Dr. Taylor took male and female pig hearts, nearly identical to the human heart, and stripped them of all cells so she could look at the basic structure. The female heart, small, compact, toned. Now the male heart, soft, loose, thin-walled, almost runny. And then there are the stem cells. Women have far more stem cells and they last a lot longer. If my cells are better than your cells, wouldn't you want my cells in your heart to make it better? Dr. Taylor's goal in all of this, to harvest those super-powered stem cells that women have and inject them into men and women suffering from heart disease, kidney disease, diabetes, and more, and cure them. Wait a second. So there's a doctor who is just trying to do research on how to cure heart disease, and the local ABC news channel decides to turn it into a hit piece on men. Instead of saying something like, female stem cells may be the answer to heart disease, which is still very clickbaity, like they wanted, they instead decide to insult men by saying, see, your internal organs are trash compared to a woman's. They have more stem cells than you do. We get it. Your audience is mostly women, and your pandering is strong, but this is not only highly sexist towards men, it's also insulting the intelligence of your viewers. Cardiovascular longevity is not even relevant to the topic or the initial question you posed, but like every abusive woman in an argument, you completely deflected from the original argument and picked out some random Snapple fact to make you look good. That's straight out of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. 
And I have more bad news for guys. Men are also losing out in another way when it comes to preventing skin cancer. Statistics show that men over the age of 50 are twice as likely as women to die from melanoma. Yeah, no shit. That's because men work outside in the sun. When was the last time you saw a woman out in the sun all day roofing a house? Like, do you guys see how this could be rephrased to not be sexist? You could have said, men are more likely to develop skin cancer because they're outside more, so be sure to put on sunscreen. But no, they explicitly went out of their way to be sexist by saying, women have better skin than men. And this brand of sexism is apparently okay, while I and everyone else have to worry about our entire lives being ruined every time we criticize beliefs we disagree with. And finally, how can we say that women are all around more mentally tough because of things like hashtag childbirth, which is not true by the way, scientifically speaking women are less pain tolerant than men, but how can we say that they are more mentally tough when we see such empowered women doing things like this? A Perth vegan has taken her neighbours all the way to the Supreme Court, demanding they stop smoking, bouncing balls and even cooking barbecues in the backyard. Silla Carden says she'll do anything to get some peace and quiet, but a judge says her neighbours haven't done anything wrong. This isn't your average neighbourhood dispute. It's a battle between a vegan and meat eaters, a health-conscious massage therapist and the barbecuers next door. They've put it so you smell fish. All I smell is fish. Wow, they um really picked a flattering clip of her right there, didn't they? Anyway, a big part of mental toughness is being able to stay calm in stressful situations because if you panic in those situations, you will make them worse. This essentially is what they test for in higher level military like the Navy SEALs or the Green Beret. They put you through as much stress and torture as they can and they wait to see if you freak out or become a detriment to the mission. If you do freak out and you become too much of a problem, then you're out. Our friend Scylla Cardin has been put in a stressful situation. She freaked out in that situation and caused it to be made worse. Scylla Carden is vegan and she's fed up with the meaty smells coming from over the fence of her Girraween home. I can't enjoy my backyard, I can't go out there. She's also furious at cigarette smoke wafting into her yard, so angry she's taken her right for a fume-free existence all the way to the WA Supreme Court. Do you think they're doing this on purpose? Oh, absolutely. Of course they are. It's deliberate. Now before she made that claim, did she ever possibly consider why they might be deliberately trying to piss her off. Usually people don't just go out there and, and intentionally piss off their neighbors because there are repercussions to doing that. So this is one of two things. They either did not know that these things were a problem or she has been so rude to them in the past that they are just doing it to get back at her. I think that the latter is more likely if she is accurate in her report because look at how this is worded. Miss Cardin also complained about Mr. and Mrs. Vu's cigarette smoke and said their children slammed basketballs into their shared fence, which is sheet metal, by the way, uh, at, at all hours of the, of the day. According to documents seen by Daily Mail Australia, she also demanded, do you see that wording? She demanded they make change. If someone demands that you do something, are you happy about that? Or does that immediately piss you off? But look at what we have here. Let me finish the quote. She also demanded Mr. and Mrs. Vu control the weeds in their garden, 
repaint the common fences, and repay the cost of plants damaged on common property. We have a complainer. Instead of focusing on the big stuff, she adds in an additional list of nitpicky demands that they must fix because it bothers her. With all those demands, you might ask, what is she doing to crack down on the things that she does to bother them? I'm surprised that this woman is so perfect. Is there possibly some other way this could have been handled? Why, yes, there is. In every situation of stress, being calm is the best way to handle it. Calmness works on a stressful mission in the military as well as conflict at home. By her own words, we can infer that Miss Cardin reacted out of anger and pissed off her neighbors so they started intentionally doing things she didn't like. What if she was nice? What if she focused on the chief complaints, which were the smell and the noise, instead of complaining about the weeds not being pulled? So one of her big complaints was the noise of the kids playing basketball. They have a sheet metal fence, and when the basketball hits that fence, it makes a ton of noise, which makes it so she can't sleep. Here's how you solve that problem with kindness. You go up to those neighbors and you say, Hey, would you mind if I removed that metal fence and instead installed a brick fence? That way your kids can play basketball, and then I don't get woken up from the noise. Plus, it'll look a lot nicer, and most importantly, I'll pay for all of it. There you go. Problem solved. The likelihood of them rejecting her offer to put a brand new wall instead of that crappy sheet metal one they had is very low. And you can tell she had the money for something like that because she hired a lawyer and took that case to the Supreme Court. But instead of being kind, she said, Your kids can't play basketball because it wakes me up and that's wrong. By the way, yet another example of women not caring about children. These kids don't get to have a fun childhood because they bothered the neighborhood vegan. I'm just here to yet again remind everyone that women are not perfect angels when it comes to children. I sincerely hope that she has never pulled the think of the children line in her political endeavors because she clearly doesn't care about kids. This whole event, by the way, could have been completely prevented by just building a good relationship with the neighbors in the first place. In the past, when you got new neighbors, people used to walk over, introduce themselves, give gifts, and say things like, if you ever need anything, just let me know. People don't do that anymore, and they treat newcomers like an inconvenience, so it's no surprise when those newcomers become an inconvenience, when they could have become a new valuable friend. If Scylla had befriended her neighbors first, then it would have been all too easy just to ask them to smoke on a different part of the house or start vaping or something, or when they make meat, they can just move their barbecue to a different part of the house. Instead, she threw a fit, and a group of outraged meat eaters who heard about this organized a pledged 2,000-person barbecue protest in front of her house that she was only able to get rid of by threatening legal action against the participants. Is Scylla showing mental toughness here? If she just remained calm, none of this would have happened. And that will be it for this video. If you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you want to support the channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. All of those links are in the description and they're on my channel page. Last, the dark times may be coming, so don't forget to check me out on BitChute. The link for that is also in the description as well as on my channel page. Otherwise, see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.